You are listening to At Yoki here on SENZ with Ben Francis, and boy, do we have a special guest for you. My guest is a three-time BDO world champ and is also a Premier League champion in the PDC. That's Glenn Durrant. Glenn, thank you so much for your time today. Do we find you well? Lovely, lovely speaking to you. Uh, just driving onto Portsmouth now, so apologies to the listeners if you can uh, hear the car engine, etc. Thanks so much for your time, Glenn. There is plenty to cover off, but we will start with the PDC World Darts Champs, which get underway on Friday New Zealand time. Is it going to be a bit of a weird feeling not being there this year in a playing capacity? Yeah, it's a very, very strange feeling because now I'd be heavy into practice, maybe a couple of exhibitions. Uh, so I always geared myself for being ready, you know, to peak at the right time. Um, so yeah, it's it's a little bit strange, um, but because my bad form's been over a long time, I've sort of come to peace a little bit and sort of accepted uh, the issue. Um, so it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Are you looking forward to sitting down and watching it? I, I'm a massive sport fan, you know, to watching. When I was winning the BDO Lakeside World Championships, watching the PDC would try and inspire me a little bit as well. So, yeah, I'll be watching most games. And, um, you know, I'm doing a little bit of work behind the scenes as well with commentary elsewhere. Um, you know, there's other things going on. So I'm still heavily in in darts but a huge fan uh, and I can't wait for it to start next week. I want to touch on the commentary stuff later Glenn but first things probably didn't end the way you wanted to this year with your form and ultimately unfortunately losing your tour card. I know you've spoken to others about your throw and your form dropping after the Premier League or around the time you won the Premier League title. How hard was it trying to dissect the problem because your throw is so important in darts it's it's the main thing you need to to, to succeed yeah I'm a, I'm a 52 year old man who was you know was going to sleep crying uh, after some of the premier league games it was covid as well in, in the uk at the time so you were just ushered back to your dart room uh, in your hotel no fans you know you basically had your family on facetime or something they were very very difficult times in you know, from being arguably the best player in the world in April 2020 to really struggling to throw a dart, uh, you know, 10, 10 months later, was uh, it was very, very tough. Uh, but like I say, I'm, I'm at peace now uh, and I'm looking forward rather than backwards now, but a very, very difficult time. That's great. You can still look back at what you've achieved as a player, Glenn. Winning just one BDO title was impressive, let alone three, and then winning the Premier League title when people doubted your ability. Now, you must be so proud of what you've done. Yeah, the greatest moment I've ever had in darts was the winning double for the first Lakeside uh, against Danny Noppert. Um, I dreamt of that moment a million times, and you know, for it to happen for real was extremely special. Um, because, you know, in 2011, I was in my 40s and I'd never won a dark competition. Um, but there was a worrying thing at the Premier League. When, when I remember hitting the winning double. See, the Premier League for me was all about life-changing money. There was no crowd there. It wasn't about what have I achieved. But when that double went in, it was a case of, that's it, I've done it. And what if there's one regret I have, it's 
I should have been looking at the next challenge already of being, you know, the PDC world champion. Part of me thinks that in my body had given up and said, that's it, three Lakesides and a Premier League title is well enough for you, Glenn. It's very psychological because from that moment on, my, I got COVID quite bad pretty much a, a week after that and I was just never the same again. And, you know, trying to, like you say, dissect what the problems are has been really tough. But very, very proud of my CV. You know, extremely humble to be, a, you know, to, you know, to be announced as a, as a world champion uh, and a Premier League champion. And, and like I said, I'm looking forward now. Just quickly on the mental side of the game, I don't think people truly realise how important that side of things are. I look at myself and I know I'm not in the big leagues. I'm only playing here in New Zealand. But I know that's an area of the game I need to improve. But when your dart when darts, sorry, is your full time job and your main source of income, it must be tough to get that focus back. I could hear the commentators in my mind. I could hear them whenever I got to hundred and fifty or less, I could hear them saying Glenn is the most mentally strong player in the PDC. Glenn is the best two-dart finisher. I don't know why, you know, I, I, I was able to find a zone. I was able to, to do things. But the most important thing, Ben, is that I wasn't I wasn't thinking. Uh, and the problem where mentally you can hurt is when you suddenly start thinking about your throw, where you suddenly start thinking about the implications of losing ranking points. And, the you know, it's when you start thinking. So the psychological part of the the game is incredibly huge but when I was at my best it was it, it, it's you know it, overthinking is the biggest problem a dark player can have and you know as a coach right now um, you know that's what I'm trying to say to people you can teach them the fundamentals of the game um, but in the end when it's one-on-one -on -one battle match play it's over to you when the simple thing Ben for me I used to just pretend I was in my bedroom I was just pretending I was practicing at my local club and that's how I found my zone. Um, I, I, but like I say, through my troubles and tribulations, you know, I was overthinking, thinking about my throw, thinking about my stance, thinking about my grip. Uh, so the answer to that is being mentally strong is the people that don't think. It's an interesting answer because when you describe that, I feel I can close my eyes and imagine that feel of throwing one dart and all those thoughts is running through your head. It's incredible how easy just one little thing like that can impact your confidence. Absolutely. I, 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 I played Daryl Gurney in April 2020, just before the COVID regulations kicked in in the UK. I beat him, you know, quite convincingly. And I got, I remember I got a message on social media. And I, at that time, I was getting hundreds, thousands a week. And, you know, one stood from a rival manager and it said, Glenn, you are the best player in the world right now. And then the, regular, the COVID kicked in and um, I had the opportunity to go and deliver some signed shirts to local schools, local businesses. And I was just doing some charitable work, you know, under you know the necessary regulations that we had. And I, and I went to this guy, it was my last visit of the day. And uh, he said, can I just ask you to come in and have a look in my practice room? And I remember saying to him, I can't, you know, I had my mask on and everything, I can't do it. Um, and I'll have to stand from afar, etc. And I walked in and he said to me, um, you're beginning to drop your elbow a little bit. And it's, it's affecting the trajectory of your dart. And I recommend that you change your flight 
to from a pair to a kite because I believe you'll score bigger with this. And honestly, Ben, from that day on, I started thinking uh, how to throw a dart and I was never, ever the same again. How confident are you with your throw now? No, I'm still a long way, unfortunately, Ben. I did an exhibition last night before. I, I'm off to do some commentary now for a week. And I did an exhibition last night and I opened up with a 13 dart. I was playing 10 games. I opened up with a 13 dart leg. And the MC uh, went, oh, Glenn, your throw looks fantastic again. Now, he he was always my MC. He's he's hilarious. And you know, I, I, don't, I always said I would never have the greatest personality. So as an MC, he would warm the crowd up. He was funny. And he was shocked uh, about three, four, five months ago when he did an exhibition of mine of how bad my throw was. And I got a real lift when he went, Glenn, your throw looks so much better. I felt six foot seven again. And then the second leg I played, I played absolutely terrible and started overthinking, think, thinking about my elbow, thinking about my wrist, my fingers, my stance, everything. So I've got a long way to go, but actually losing my pro to a card because that is brutal, Ben. When you're playing the Damon Hedders of this world, you know, on the floor, and, you know, I, I sit with Damon, and you know, he's a typical Aussie who has this wonderful winning mentality, and here am I, just in bits, you know, just overthinking. And, you know, I, I was glad to get out the pit. ADC when I did because I was just getting eaten alive every game because you know these young players these experienced players it looked effortless for them for me every dart was a trial and tribulation so it was very very difficult of course Glenn we just touched on before you're now without your tour card unfortunately but that is not the end of the world you've got plenty of other great things going on and one of those is right now as i talk to you you're currently on your way yeah. to portsmouth from the mighty middlesbrough to commentate on the motor super series and last week we had our very own kiwi ben rob yeah. who's playing at the world champs take part i think he was the first new zealander to do so and he reached the semi-finals he did well and i felt during the event he was building his game he was getting better every night which is great but did you see any of ben and what are your thoughts on him as a player yeah, it was all part of my research, to, you know, to watch sort of last week. I thought Raymond Smith, first of all, was absolutely sensational. And, you know, he could do very, very well even in the Champion of Champions week. Uh, ben is someone who I met uh, in a reception at uh, a hotel, uh, Ali Pali week. And he was so humble and shook my hand and said it was very, very nice. So I followed Ben's career. And like I say, one of my best friends on the tour is Damon Hetter. Uh, and Damon speaks so highly of Ben and you know I think he stayed at his home and the practice together and uh, so I felt like I knew Ben and he's an exceptional player obviously on the BDO lake sides and you know the, the circuits that he's doing now and he has his dreams and aspirations in the PDC as well so a, a wonderful guy and you know New Zealand's very special to me because my first ever lakeside match was against a guy called Mike Day. Uh, and Mike was just a he was just a phenomenal man and as nervous as I was you know Mike had already played and won a game that week in the prelim against uh, a guy from Portsmouth uh, my mind's gone blank uh, who we played there so my first ever game at Lakeside was against a New Zealander and uh, he gave me his shirt a Maori shirt afterwards as well it's uh, it's something I've got in my collection so that meant a lot and my memory's getting worse, but there was another New Zealand guy, an absolute gentleman as well, the past few years, 
Um, so, yeah, so New Zealand means a lot to me. I think off the top of my head, based on my memory, I think you played Mark McGrath. It, was, it wasn't Mark, but I remember, I remember Mark's game. And, you know, with Mark, I won the game in the, in the bullseye area because it was something like, I, I hope I get a, a couple of legs off you, Glenn. It was, it was something where I thought, right, I've got you, Mark. He said something very complimentary of me. Maybe he said, no one's going to touch you this week, Glenn. It was just something where I thought, right, I've got you, Mark. You also played Daring Heroini when you were at Q School. And I think it was on the first day he actually beat you and it was quite an upset. Uh, it's a fun... Yeah, it was a funny story. And I was so... Um, I was just wasn't very nice to him. Um, there was so much pressure on me that, that week. So much pressure. And uh, everyone was expecting me. Every game, there was 32 boards and one person watching every board. But behind my board, there was 200 people watching because I was this BDO guy coming over to the PDC. And and, and Darren absolutely rightly beat me up on the board. And, uh, and I don't think I shook his hand as gracefully as I should have. And I did send a message to say, look, that's not my style. That's not me. There's just... Just feeling the pressure this week. You've come up against quite a few New Zealanders from the sounds of it, and you speak very highly of them. I think New Zealand arts is growing every year, and I really, truly believe that when we, if we do get somebody on the PDC tour, I know there's only 128 tour cards, and it's easier said than done, but when we do get that, I feel like the, the darts here are probably going to go up and there's going to be a lot more interest in it. So based on what you've seen of our Kiwi guys... Do you think it will be long till we get a Kiwi actually playing on that PDC tour? Absolutely. Look, look what the Aussies have done. I mean, it's, it's difficult. You know, the transition to live in that beautiful part of the world, uh, you know, to come to, you know, Barnsley's and the Wiggins to apply your trade. You know, and I've seen on, I've seen the difficult side for someone like an American, like Danny Baggish and Jeff Smith, who still commutes to Canada. You know, but when you look at Simon Whitlock, Damon Hetter, Gigi Mathers, you know, even Corey Cadby come over. If a Kiwi was going to come over, it'd be nice if they could bring their partner off. If they just had the right people around them, because that transition is not easy. Yeah, you're right. And that's probably what has helped Damon. And he's really settled in now. And it really hasn't taken him long to surpass Simon Whitlock as the top Australian ranked player. I beat Damon at um, Ali Pali. So that will be 2019. And I beat him 3-0 and... You know, to see him on the floor right now, he's the best player and, you know, he's the best player in the PDC in my eyes. And that's because I sit with him and it's just his mentality. You know, the Kiwis, the, the Aussies, they just have that winning, winning mentality. And, uh, and he's got it in abundance. And if he can, if he can transfer that to, the, you know, the TV stage games, uh, you know, then he's got a fruitful, you know, next 10 years ahead of him. Because, that, you know, I'm sure that he'll want to go back and live in Australia again as soon as he's made his money and get back to you know where he belongs so a big big fan of uh, Damon Hedder. Yeah he's a fantastic guy and he's great for darts. Uh, my guest is former Premier League darts champion Glenn Durrant and Glenn as we wrap things up I just wanted to touch on your other love away from darts. You're from Middlesbrough and you're a massive fan of the football club there. I believe they beat Luton yesterday. I think it was two-one. Yeah, I was there. Oh, you were there. Yeah, yeah. Last, 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 set, last kick of the day. They got someone sent off in the seventy-second minute. 
uh, and I always leave because I had an exhibition last night and it was bitter, bitter cold. I mean, minus two at the end there, and I thought, I'd better get home. But I waited because they were down to 10 men, and uh, yeah, Matt Crooks popped up with a last second winner, so up the butter. I was doing some research before our chat, Glenn, and I was trying to see what New Zealanders had played for Middlesbrough, and I could only find one. It could be more, but I'm very curious to know whether you know who that one player is. No, I'm, 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 I must admit I can't think who that is. I'm hoping, I'm hoping you're going to say his name. I'm going to say I can't believe I forgot him, but no, I can't remember. He was only there for one season, I believe, but he came from Celtic uh, when Gordon Strachan came and this was probably 12 years ago, and that was Chris Killen. Well, really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would never have got that in a million years, but, uh, um, yeah, Gordon Strachan bought a lot of Scottish guys um, from, you know, his knowledge of uh, the Scottish League where he'd, he'd managed, and he brought Chris in as well. Uh, but, no, I would never have got that. That would have took me from here to Portsmouth to, re- to, you know, to remember that. Good, good research. Good research, Ben. Good research. Don't worry, Glenn, I do my best. And, mate, I know you're a busy man, so I won't take up too much more of your time, but I did get you on to talk the PDC World Darts Champs. But there have been so many other things to discuss, so I appreciate you taking this time to chat with me. And it's great getting this chance, but I wanted to ask you, who do you think is the favourite to lift the Citadel Trophy in January next year? Listen, to the New Zealand listeners, get your money on... Uh, Gerwin Price uh, he's just for me he's peaking at the right time um, the favourite uh, with the bookies right now is Michael Van Gerwen and rightly so the second greatest player ever to pick up a dart um, but um, I'm going to go with uh, uh, Gerwin Price with me outsiders being uh, Damon Hetter and Ross Smith I like those picks, and apologies, Then I do have one more question for you, and that is if you have one piece of advice to give to a young darts player, what would that be? You never lose, you learn. So accept defeat, especially for the young players. I always say to them, I was 42-year-old when I won my first darts competition, and I achieved in 10 years. But every time I lost, if I lost to Gary Anderson, if I lost to a local league, the next day I was back on my board, putting myself in that situation again, and winning the game. So let's say I missed 76 for the match. I'd practice 76, 76. So I never ever got too upset with a loss. I just look back on it. What can I learn from this and move on? And every time I practiced, it was always very much target driven. It was never just about throwing at the dartboard. How many big 20s can I hit? How many treble 20s can I hit? How many times can I hit double top in three minutes? You know, I was always target driven. So I had a very good practice routine. But the best advice I ever got was you never lose, you learn. I really like that and something I really need to take on board. But Glenn, it's been a privilege and a pleasure. Enjoy the commentary with the Motor Super Series and hopefully we will see you back on the board soon. And who knows, we could even see you down here sometime soon playing exhibitions. I'm in a fantastic place right now. Dead happy. You've got my number if you ever want to contact again. And thanks for listening, everybody. And you know the support and messages I've had from people and players in the New Zealand over the years has been absolutely, uh, you know, really, really helpful to me. So uh, enjoy the darts. Uh, like I said, go and price to win.